Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Four Times the Podcast. Just before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Football Prizes. If you go over to footballprizes.co.uk, you'll find this week's Celtic prize, which is a Celtic Legends signed and custom framed Celtic shirt. It's signed by a few of the Seville heroes. They've got Alan Thompson, Chris Sutton and Rab Douglas on there. It's a nice custom frame as well. Uh, there's also some instant win prizes, including a signed James Forrest montage and some site credit as well. There's 125 tickets available for this, and if you want 10 off your ticket cost just put in a code four times 10 at checkout and that will get you 10% off the competition ends next monday the 27th of february at half past seven so be the perfect way to end which will what will hopefully be a perfect weekend for the Celts if you were the one that's lucky enough to win one of these prizes but yeah thanks to football prizes that go to uk for their continued support and we will get on with the show <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Four Times in the Podcast. You join us on Monday, the 20th of February. It's Monday night. We are just about two days since Celtic were in action. They won at home against Aberdeen. It was the goal by Callum McGregor, Rio Hattati. He got a double and Leo Labada got the fourth for a pretty comfortable 0-1 win. Danny, what did you make a, a Saturday's game? I know we've got important things to discuss later on in this episode but we'll focus on the matter in hand another impressive performance where the stat we mentioned last week Celtic continued to score over three goals in the game Aye I thought Saturday they were nearly, nearly flawless on Saturday just a few missed chances after it being probably even better thought it was potentially our performance of the season I thought the team were really good I was lucky enough to be there I've seen Celtic play four times this year I think live we've scored four and three of them and we've scored three in the other and missed a penalty so so obviously goals are guaranteed when I go. So I'm a great start after about 90 seconds when McGregor scored. And, but even before McGregor's goal, as early as it was, Celtic were right out of traps. And I think there was a ball flashed right across goal. I think it was Jota um, just before the goal. And you had three or four bodies streaming into the box. Um, Matt O'Reilly basically played, in the first half anyway, basically played as a second striker. Um, he was as far up as anybody else. And... They just set about Aberdeen for the, the minute go. It was like Aberdeen are a team that have got no confidence at the minute. Everybody knows of how bad they are. They've just got nothing going for them. And you just thought, if we score early, it could be a long day for them. And then I think we were two up after 13 minutes. And you would have thought we'd have only scored six or seven after that. But it wasn't to be. But it was just it was great. The whole team were brilliant. And you don't... like They're starting to click at the business. Not starting to click because we've been really consistent all season. But... I think they're getting even better as the season goes on, and they've had they've had spells where they were just doing enough to win games, and you know after the World Cup and stuff, people were worried, and then we went to Hibs and were brilliant, and 
I just thought on Saturday they were just great. I thought the first half especially, the first 45 minutes, I just thought it was as good as I've seen us play this season. And like, yeah, Hattati obviously will get the, all the, all the plaudits because he was man of the match, he was outstanding. Some, just the spaces that he takes up on the park and he's always willing to go for the ball, which is a really good sign and he's never flustered. He's, sometimes he's got free flow men with him, he knows what he wants today. I thought he took his two goals really well um, and he missed an all and had a pot shot. Snatched at it in the first half for an odd goal, but just all in brilliant performance. And it's good to see them playing like that. You get a wee buzz at them playing like that because you know they could rattle in three, four goals and you know look good, but they, they every player's flying there now. And some of the fit in the first half was unbelievable. They were trying to think exactly, but I think there was two, but it was just a great move. I think they were, were both doing the left wing, but it was just two great moves. I think one Maeda flashed it across goal and a couple of them and always unlucky in a couple of occasions. I actually like to look at him. I've seen a few folks say he wasn't good enough. I thought he played quite well and he was getting up to speed and he looks like a handful for defenders and he, he, he fancies it and all. I think he backs himself today well because he was always looking to pull off that kind of turn on the defender and have a shot. He was always looking to get that away. Like at least two occasions, just great fit by doing the left. I think one was Maeda and the other one was O'Reilly where they just smacked that across goal. And then Johnson came right on it again. He had a great cross in the first half for Jota, who kind of I think he shut his eyes because he heated it kind of into the ground. Kind of hardly made any contact on the bar. But now Saturday was just it was just great because you know there are games where you look up and you think oh they you know home win home bank or whatever. But we've seen not just under. Uh, Postecoglou, but under other managers in the past, that these games can end up quite tricky. And I was criticising the Aberdeen away support for how small it was, but it fairly filled up before the game. But they did nothing to cheer about on Saturday. Celtic were, were really, really good, and you know we're an all three points close to the title. But again, if it's if it counts, you know we've gained another goal over the team that are apparently brilliant. So it wasn't a bad Saturday. I definitely, as you say, we did extend a lead, even if it was just by goal difference. But it's been a fantastic record we've had especially at home nobody's took it in phrase in the league so definitely something that's got even like the early start to Angie's career the three defeats in the first six were away from home so it's just been something that's been consistent about this team but Andy who stood it for you on Saturday? I think the big one's obviously going to be Hitati I thought he was exceptional as he often is and has been this season but I, I'm running out of adjectives to describe it boy and describe his performances he's I've said it on here before, I've said it to just about anybody that I've had a conversation with about Celtic this season, that I think he's got the highest ceiling at any player up here, and probably any Celtic player that I've seen for 10, 15 years or something like that. I, honestly, I, I really believe that boy can go as far as he wants in football, and you, you see it time and time again. Um, and, and I thought his, his performance was just phenomenal. He's controlling the ball, as Danny mentioned, the positions he, he takes up and puts himself in. Always wants it, always wants to make things happen. It's left foot, right foot. Um, knows how to use that sort of low centre of gravity. Can pass, get vision, can score goals. Like, there's really nothing the boy can't do. Um, and he just, just when you think you've seen him do it all, he just takes it up another level. And uh, it's just it's phenomenal to watch him at times, it really is. Um, I think he was obviously the big standout. Um, I, I was really happy with what I seen at um, Obviously, that was his first start. I think I think he's got a lot to offer. I think I was happy with quite a bit of what he'd done. I was a bit gutted he didn't get a goal, but I think there's there's going to be more for him. Um, I would say he's, he, he looks as if he's, he's going to need a bit of game time. Obviously, he's not played too much since before he came in and I think that's been made, sort of well documented before um, in terms of needing to sort of build up fitness to um, to sort of really play catch up with the rest of the team. Uh, I think so. I'm really really happy with what I've seen for him, and I think I think we're on to a, a good thing with him. I think it's been another good bit of business, which I don't really think was in was in any doubt. Um, I think again, McGregor good value fees go. You know what you get with him, and I and then you're looking at. Obviously, the rest of the team. I think I, I do think it was one of our better performances. I've got to agree again. I thought I was sitting at half time at the game, and I was sitting there going, "See if we were five six now up at half time." I don't think anybody would have been a bit surprised. Um, just given the way the game was going, we really could have had 
many more goals um, in the same way if the, if the, if the score line had finished. Uh, to be fair, we would probably, if, if all the chances were taken, you're talking about a, a 6 or 7-1, um, given Joe Hart tends to take a rush up with the from time to time. But other than that, and him doing that, they, I don't think they actually had a shot on goal. And I don't even think that resulted in a shot on goal. So it tells you everything you need to know about how fucking rank rotten they are. But I think a lot of it was doing, obviously they are fucking shy, right? There's no getting away for that. But just how good we were. Um, we were just fucking rampant on the ball at times. It's, it was that relentlessness, and it's always there. Um, oh, uh, another one I think should mention when he came on. Really, really tidy. I allowed McGregor to go forward. You've seen sort of why we brought him in. Because um, as soon as he came on, McGregor sort of moved up next to um, Hitati. And oh, uh, I was sort of doing that role, sitting in front of the defence, didn't take the ball and try to make things tick. But I think you see him, he's not just that number six that's going to sit there and um, and look that Eton mould, if you like. Um, he's a bit more similar to McGregor, that he will get forward if the chance comes. I think there was one he made a sort of bursting run um, on the right-hand side of the Aberdeen pokes at one point, and it didn't come off, but you see he was quite keen to get forward, um, and he obviously really comfy in the ball, so looking forward to seeing a bit more of him. Um I mean, he get player of the year in a league that we've obviously seen a lot of success in buying players for. You, and I thought he was really tidy when he came on, so it was another one I was I was happy with. Um, but I I thought I've got to agree, Dan. I thought it was one of our better performances of the season, um, and that says a lot given given some of the results and the pumpings that we've already dished out. And um, I, I, I just think the four 0 probably flattered Aberdeen. Uh, they've They've got away without taking a, a proper down. Um, but I think that's mad because the game was really done and tied up and we probably took took an eye off the game and started looking towards the final and the stupid injuries, nothing that, that was unnecessary, just professional get out of the line. Um once we got by half time and, and, and that's what we've done. So I really wasn't again thought I is just the absolute standout as he often is and I, it's a pleasure to watch that boy play football, honestly, because there's, as I said, as I've said, there's, he, there's nobody with a higher ceiling in Scotland at the minute than him, and I, I truthfully believe he could go and play anywhere um, if he keeps going the way he's gone. I definitely, I think it was just yet another fantastic performance for him. He's, he, he really has been took it up a level. I know, obviously, when he joined us last season, uh, I think a few months in, there was a sort of fatigue both mentally and physically probably that was to be expected after a full season in Japan and I think this season he's just been Mr Consistent in the midfield but I think that in general the midfield has been pretty decent this season like obviously Cal McGregor even when he was out you've had guys like Moy come in I know O'Reilly only got his first goal of the season last week but he was top in the assist charts as well so I think it's been a really sort of standout position for us in terms of uh, performance levels and for Hatati to consistently be getting uh, singled out is just a real uh, praise for him and I, I think you're right obviously the game against Aberdeen the last time was first game back from the World Cup and it was uh, up with Audrey took us to the 89th minute before Callum McGregor put the one, uh, winner in and it was good that we got that early goal uh, I know we got an early goal in the first game of the season against them as well so just sort of makes it that much easier because they can't completely sit back although I, I, as you say they didn't have a shot on target and apart from a few Joe Hart moments and I don't think there was any real sort of danger and it keeps up that amazing record that Carter Vickers and Starfield have got that they've never lost the league game where they've both started so it's it's, it's been really good to see in standout performances uh, throughout the team but Tony who stood at a few obviously uh, the Four of the five goals against St Mirren came through players off the bench eh, in terms of Ray Hotati, Matt O'Reilly and eh, O as well. What did you make of them? They obviously got rewarded with a start on Saturday. So the young boy for Aberdeen Hayes was good. He looked apart. Um, I thought, you know, I, I thought we started the game like a team who could go to the league for the first time in the season or as if we could win the title. We were just absolutely rampant. We just flew at the charts. And I was a bit taken aback. I really shouldn't be because it's it's just Anne's supposed to call Blue Celtic. But 
I thought we were phenomenal. The first 15 minutes, the game was done. Um, we just looked relentless. It was like we were possessed and it would be dead easy. I, 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 I do say this every week for us to take the, the eye off the ball and throw in a stupid performance, but the big man is just not having any of it. Neither of the players. There's obviously such high competition for places. I mean, you look at the bench, Abada comes on, scores again. I think he might be our highest goal scorer in the league and I think he starts most games on the bench just any time there's an opportunity for somebody to take a chance he seemed to come on and do it happened to Adam Moy as well when he got into the team started producing um, O'Reilly back in the team I think he's playing well again he got his goal last week and then against Aberdeen I thought he was good um, it's just as, as Danny says and I think Andy says it's just a pleasure to watch these guys play football I know Hitati's getting all the plaudits and, and rightly so he's, he's a phenomenal player and I think I agree with, with Andy he can go wherever he wants if he keeps playing like that I mean we've seen him, seen him in the Champions League and I thought he, he played well in that as well he was played like he set up one of the goals and he's passing and movement finding space his touches are just great to watch and um, I think you're right. I think he did kind of run out of steam last season, but this season you've seen a, a full pelt, Rio Hitati, which is just brilliant to watch and such a great player, such a crucial player. Um, I like Bago as well. I must admit, I really like him. I think he's got a bit of boot him. I think he is very much involved. He's trying to get in behind. He's trying to get stuck into defenders. I think he'll be very useful for us. And I was glad he got off the mark against St. Mern as well. I think he'll score goals and I think he'll be an asset for the team. Abata is still really early. I mean, when he came on, he was, he was fine. He didn't make any errors. Or, um, and if there was nothing concerning about him. Vickers, again, just solid. Starfelt was good as well. I don't know if he had any dodgy moments. Um, I just everything the news gone really well, which I'm sure we'll talk about what it's what all all roads seem to lead to is obviously Sunday. But um, Atati's two goals are quite similar. Just... Um, Placing the ball in the corner with his right foot. The build-up to the to the third goal and his second goal is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the touch he takes, he barges off one guy, not makes the other, and then he follows in. Um, he doesn't give up once he's passed that way. He's, he's coming right in there. I think McGregor's passed and Kyogo isn't quite accurate, and he bounces back to Atati, and he, he finishes well. I think we all know Aberdeen are a poor team, but sometimes when you change manager, these stupid teams can get... Vitalised, but there was just no, no chance for them whatsoever. It was just Celtic decided they were going to win the game and win it quick, and and they did. And I think I think four 0 was probably a good result for Aberdeen. And if he wanted, it could have been ten. Um, and, and, and when guys are coming along, like Abada, as I say, is Kyogo coming off the bench, and he's probably the worst thing for Aberdeen to look and see that he's coming on. I mean, the strength and depth is. Um, such a massive boost for us. The five subs, there's no two ways about it, benefits us um, because of the squad we have. Haksabanovic, uh, I'd like to see him get a goal soon because I think he's a really good player. Before the, the World Cup break, he was really, really contributing and obviously I think he had an injury and now he's obviously not getting the, the game time he would want. Um, even Forrest came on and I think he, well, he filled Billy Collins, so that's kind of, he trampled him to the deck. I mean, that's as good as an assist for a goal, really. So, uh, big credit to James. That does not mean under any circumstances he should start on Sunday. And uh, if he does start on Sunday, I'm afraid Anne's might be in for his first ever major criticism on this podcast. But uh, no, I think um, thinking the league now, we're just, as much as, we're under pressure because Rangers have won every game, apart from the game they played against us. And, I think they would probably expect it to have made ground on us and unbelievably they're actually further behind due to the fact we scored more and we could see it less. So, um, no, but we've dealt with the fact that they keep winning really, really well. Um, even on Saturday, I think they won 3 0, we go and win 4 0. So, um, we've not really offered them a sniff to kind of get back into the title race. There's obviously still a bit of work to be won- done so that we can make sure they lift. Our 53, 53rd uh, league title, which I'm, I'm sure we will, but we just don't seem to be letting up. But there's not really much more to say about the Aberdeen game. I'm sure everybody listening's fucking forgot all about it and all eyes leaked, all eyes looking towards Hamden, all roads lead to Hamden, and all that cliche bullshit. So, hi Dan, I'll let you move on to talk about the, the League Cup final. Yep, as you say, this is what everybody's waiting on. It is Celtic v Rangers and the uh, via play. 
uh, League Cup final this Sunday at Hamden Park, three o'clock kickoff. It is Celtic against Rangers. As as you say, both teams in brilliant form. Like it's it's good to be said. Although I I think it's sort of what's to be expected. We are we are we are playing absolutely uh, brilliant and. The, their forms all right as well and like but I think especially this season you've got a top two and a bottom ten in this league it's sort of I think I, I wouldn't read too much in it because they've had a few where they've got off with it as well but uh, aye just anybody that was listening there I think Tony's already started uh, walking to Hamden you could hear him walking and running there but he's he's that desperate to get there but sorry I'm definitely no running I'm walking very slowly in my treadmill because um I thought you wouldn't hear me if I walked slow, but obviously that's not the case. So I will come off the treadmill when I'm done. I've actually been on it for over an hour. I'm trying to um, work off some uh, beers for the weekend. So um, I'll come off it for my next segment. Aye. As I say, Danny, I'll bring you in. It's Celtic v Rangers, League Cup final. As big as it gets, uh, Celtic looking to get their hands well, retain their trophy. It was obviously Ange's first trophy last season. We've got fantastic re- records. We've won it in 2015, 2017, 18, 19, 20, and then 22. So it's it's obviously a, a massive game for both teams, but it's added significance given that it's going to be the first trophy it's decided since they replaced their manager, would you say? Yeah. Um. Aye, um, and just for Tony, I think I need to be on the treadmill, so maybe uh, we should start a treadmill podcast. Um, aye, it's, it's, it takes on added significance because it's a cup final. Um, theoretically, both teams are still on for a domestic treble, um, although there's one team more likely than the other. Um, but who knows, you know what I mean, it can happen in a cup final. It's, it's a derby game against them in a cup final. It decides a trophy, whether it's the fucking Glasgow Cup, the League Cup, the Scottish Cup, Champions League, Europa League. It's the most important final of the season um, because it's the next one. So it's a massive game. They've won other games, bar one, since uh, Michael Beale came in. We've won all our games, bar one, since they came in. Um, we happen to draw each other. Although they're using drawing with Celtic as a bit of an achievement, which is a bit of come down from the we are the people magnets. I think, you know, they've got. So many of their players are the best in the country in their position, yet they're using a draw against Celtic as an achievement for their, for their new manager. Um, I've seen some of them, some of their games under Bill. I don't think they're particularly good. Um, but by all accounts, they did go to Tynecastle and demolish Hearts, so um, who are fucking rank rotten, by the way. <laughs> uh, but they went to Hearts and demolished them, and, you know, a 3 nothing win at Livingston, even if you do get your standard penalty, and then the opposition gets a player sent half as always happens with them. Even if that happens, three nothing at everything's a good result. So who um I don't think they're I don't think they're good. I don't think they're as good as us. I think we've got a consistency across the whole season that we're clearly clearly better than them. But it can happen in a cup final, so you don't want to, you know, count all your chickens. But I think if you put the two teams out there, I, I don't see any of their players that get into our team. Um, in current forum anyway um, and even I mean they've just inducted three players into the Hall of Fame and you'd be hard pressed to see any of them even got on our bench so um, we need to certainly turn up the win I think it's that simple but we, we're not just playing we're not just playing Rangers on Saturday Sunday we're playing against VAR as well who seems to have helped one team more than it's helped any others so there's always a danger with that, but it's got to be a massive game. They're, 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 some of them are confident, some of them are there, it's the same as us. Um, but they think, I mean, they're unbeaten, aren't they, since Bill came in, so they've got every right to be confident. But I just think for seeing what we've done over the last couple of weeks, and we're getting better and better on Saturday, was just a pleasure to watch. And having the last time I watched them was Partick Thistle, and Thistle could easily put them out of the cup. So... Um, you're looking at it current like performances. Celtic should should win, but it's a cup final and everything's up there. And there's just too many factors, and you know uh, they've got their best player, Nick Walsh, starting for them. Aye, as you say, it's it's every final's massive. Obviously, the last time we played them in a final, we uh, won 
through Christopher Julian's goal, but I think fresh in the mind, I think for Ange and Roy the Flares will be uh, that disappointment against them at Hamden last season when uh, they put us out in extra time in the Scottish Cup semi-final. I think, I, I, I know they'll, they wouldn't come out and say it publicly, but I think the players and the manager will be desperate to sort of rectify that because it's, it's like where where we came from last season, what everybody was delighted we ended up with a double and back in the Champions League, but it was a disappointing way to sort of get the Scottish Cup because I think that day we were we were poor, but we still had great. We took the lead, and then Carter Vickers hits the bar from about five yards out, and uh, then we just sort of collapsed. We ended up with a sort of makeshift. I think it was uh, ended up with Anthony Ralston at uh, left back and Stephen Welsh at right back, and extra time it just sort of all crumbled, and we 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 lost to them, and I think on the basis of the way extra time went, it was deserved that day. So I think there's a lot of points to prove. Like, uh, I think everybody on here is confident enough that the league will come back to uh, Celtic Park. And I think you see that even their their manager, who seems to have a lot to say, was all but out conceding the league in February uh, last week. And then I think he made a wee joke about Chris Sutton just to try and distract the uh, his adoring public. But it'll be... I think I think there's a lot of pressure on us because we are the well, the cup holders, we're top of the league, well the champions were were expected to go and get this get this win and put on a performance because uh make no doubt if we if we we win the game then I every Celtic fan will appreciate it and savour it, but you're just gonna have a load of the press and uh, other supporters speaking about how in transition and it's a new manager who's only been there for a month and a half and 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 all that sort of palaver that you're going to hear like and it's the pressure is on us and and i know you've got a few players say like greg taylor and cal mcgregor james forrest who have been there when celtic have been winning trophy after trophy but this is what this new team that Angie's built is going to have to eh, everybody's going to have to get to know is like how to consistently go to Hamden and uh, win these big games and bring trophies home to Celtic Park and it's, it's going to be quite an occasion. Uh, Andy, what are you expecting from on Sunday? And uh, Danny's mentioned uh, obviously Nick Walsh is the referee and I think John Beaton's controlling VAR as well. It's stuff we need to be aware of now but I don't know about you but I think one thing we need to watch on Sunday is that hopefully the pitch is in much better state than it was for the semi-finals. Oh, 100% on the pitch. Um, we all know what it was like for the semi, so I've no seen it, I've not seen any photos or, or anything like that, which hopefully tells me that it's in far better nick. I would assume if it was still a fucking mess, then it would be there would be photos surfacing um, on Twitter and things like that, so fingers crossed in that front, but I think like you say, it's Listen, I, I agree. I think we're a better team. I think we've got a better starting eleven. We've got a better squad. We've got better depth, and none of the players get in our team. But ultimately, it's, it's a cup final. Um, anything can happen. I mean, even when we played them a few weeks back at the start of the year, it was obviously there was a lot of confidence getting into the game and. It's it, it obviously if it ends up it ends up in a draw with a late equaliser, but I think it's shown you what can happen. Form often goes out the window in these games, um, for one of potentially many reasons. But I think even for then we're in a far better place now. Obviously, um, there was quite a lot of factors into that game. Like it was Johnston's first game, Forrest was back in, um, the. The sort of bench then probably wasn't as strong as it was now. Like you still had like Ablegard and things like that on it. Obviously, there was a lot of rumours sort of surrounding Jackie Marcus. Like we were only quite in the position that we're in now. And again, it was um probably a bit of an half day for a few players, but that can happen. And I think it's the same sort of has got to be looked on at the final. And while I'm confident that we can go out and sort of keep the form that we've been in. I think that's something that's you can't be complacent and the players have got these are the games that like as you see McGregor's done this time and time again he stepped up in the big stages um stepped out to Hamden and, and go to the line and I think that's when guys like him um really need to sort of take that to the next level um 
Joe Hart's obviously played in big games. We spoke about that before. Um, Taylor's been out and won trophies. Like these guys have got to help the the other players um, run about them and and sort of settle their nerves if you like in these stages and just show up. It's just playing our game. Um, but I think that we could not really be in better form, especially after that that first half performance against Aberdeen and starting with that relentlessness. And I think if if that start and the way we went about that was anything to go by, and I, I think we're in as, as good a place as we probably could be getting into this game. Um, and again, as touch wood for, for now until the game comes, there's, there's not really be any sort of injuries or unsuspecting injuries. Um, even the doubt that we had with, with Kyogo, it was obviously um, feared a lot worse than it was. He came on, I think he got 20 minutes against Aberdeen. Looked absolutely fine to me. Um, so you suspect he's coming back in. So I absolutely buzzing in terms of where the squad's at. Darn, I think it's we could nearly be in a better place in terms of fitness. And hopefully um, that stays the same for now until the game comes around. But I, it's, it's, a, it's a massive one, even in terms of the season. You want to give them absolutely nothing, um, as you say. Since he's came in, David, have you believe that there's have got the best player in every position in the league and have got the best manager in the league, but it turns out he's seen them into a worse position and further behind us than the manager before him. Um, and he played us in what looked like our probably biggest half day we've had other than St Mirren. Um, we went to Ibrox and they still couldn't beat us, so I think that tells you everything you need to know about them and their squad, but it's, it's all about us. Um, it's about how, how we start and how we get into the game and how quickly we really sort of get to the levels that we can that we can get to and that we've seen and then we get a tune at the players. Um, I think one or two players are due a performance against them. I think we've all been saying for long enough that Matt O'Reilly's been due a performance against Rangers. Um, there's, there's another couple of players you could probably add to that list that you've maybe been expecting to turn up in a, just a massive game like this um, and, and really sort of put themselves at the forefront, but hopefully that can happen for someday or for, for all of them. Um, but I, there's obviously nerves getting into these games, Darren. I think that's the same. It's the mark. Can you play them? You're 40 points ahead of them or you play them and it's a cup final one a game that's always there, in particularly when You've got fucking diddies that are going to be in charge of officiating. You've got diddies that are in some VAR room making mental decisions in the background. But we've got to, ultimately, it's whether we like it or we don't, that's going to happen. There's going to be decisions that go against us. There's going to be everything else. But we've just got to be good enough to get past it all. And we've just got to be better. Um, But I believe that we're in such a place that we can go out and, and we can just throw them away with our intensity in the way that we play um, and I think as I said it's, we couldn't really be in better form um, or have the squad in better shape get into this game and you couldn't really ask for it so looking forward to it and um, as I said I'm cautious but I'd say confident at the same time um, I think we've got enough to, to go and, and really sort of stamp our authority early in the game and I think you've seen that way with the way we started against Aberdeen Yep, and Tony, I'll just get your first thoughts on the game on Sunday. As Andy said, we're pretty much in an almost perfect place, like in terms of the form, but obviously that sort of set aside a bit by the fact that they're in uh, identical form since we came back from the World Cup as well. But a, a much sort of a better squad than I'd say we had for the semi final last season, and obviously uh, a few less injuries as well. I think maybe Aaron Moyes, maybe the only serious sort of injured out in terms of players that might start on Sunday, but what's your thoughts on it? I don't want to say we're identical form, I would say we're better form just because of the goals the goal difference is quite significant. But I get what you mean. They've been very good since Bill came in in terms of he seems to have mastered beating the garbage in this league quite quickly, which there's certain some of the managers over the years have failed to do. He seems to have got a grip it quite quickly, which is good for him I suppose. Um I mean, we're the better team. I don't think anybody, well, I'm sure there are some nutcases that probably debate that, but we are the better team. 
Um, we've got the more experience. We've got a better manager in terms of experience as well. But I feel a lot of the pressure's on us. I mean, a lot of our fans have slated Bill since the second he's arrived. And um, obviously a lot of people have called him a rookie manager, etc., etc. Well, let's go and prove that he is and go and, and bat him. Because I think in, um, in the Ibrox game, he kind of got a better as he, he quickly worked to it. But if you put the ball... Um, and behind Juranovic, that Juranovic was struggling, and that's where I think the two goals came for, the penalty came for that, and so did the uh, the Kent goals. So I think we need to be sharper. If we get an early lead, we need to build on it. Don't offer them back into it too hard. If there's a time where you think you're going to end up having to hit one of their players with the ball, just go long. Just go long. <laughs> we don't always need to play it for the back. Don't give them anything to jump on, because that last time was the... The confidence boost for them because for 20 minutes we passed them off the park they couldn't get near us they were embarrassing for 20 minutes and we offered them a route back in um, I think the, we know the referees in this country we've, we've talked them to death and I'm going to go for the jockstein approach and go if you play to our ability they won't matter um, so I guess is I'll see how it goes on Sunday um, just the players they make sure their hands are by their sides if Rangers are anywhere near the box because they, they, they won't hesitate to get a penalty just need tackles that could go to VAR and overturn I think we need to be flawless to win this final and I think we're capable of it um, we've not had a great performance um, at Hamden under Postacoglu I don't think when we beat Hibs we were great uh, I don't think when we beat St Johnson were great obviously Rangers beat us in the Scottish and then the last Kelly game I thought we were okay but I thought we were always going to win that game just because Kelly aren't very good. So, um, it's a pressure on both teams because if you beat them, then it kind of takes a, the sting right out of them. But I feel as though we're the, we're the champions, we're the League Cup holders, um, we're the best team in this country, we're the top of the league, we're the team everybody's trying to hunt down and you don't want to offer up the, the first trophy to Michael Beale, he's the first one he's went for, the same way they didn't want to do it to Ange, but Ange managed it. I think if we can go out and beat them, then um, that kind of puts them in the back stick get into next season as well. Obviously, still got the Scottish Cup to contend as well, which they won last year. But again, for us, is the biggest club in Scotland, and the most powerful, etc., and most money, blah, blah, blah. You need to be looking at treble, and if we can win the League Cup, it's the first step towards it. Um, I think if things don't go our way, it'll take a couple of days to settle, but... It'll just be a case of wanting to go on, mate. But uh, I think we'll win. I do think we'll win. I think um, I think Ange will be determined to win this trophy as much as he's ever wanted to win a trophy in his life. I think he knows that's at stake. I think it's quite clear that the two managers don't particularly like each other. They're sniping each other in the press. Bill's done a hell of a lot of talking since he came in. So it's up to us to, to go and show that we don't care who their manager is. We still feel like winning every trophy. So... Um, no, I think it'll be a good game. Um, I'm flying in early for it, so hopefully no delays or bad weather. Um, Hamden is a country stadium, that's the thing as well, but hopefully it's up to speed and it's a decent day in terms of weather-wise and we win the trophy. But I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it because um, it's not like a league game where if you don't points, you're still talking about league, <laughs> you lose a final and that's that lost and gone. So... Um, I'm sure it'll be a nervy affair, but I'd I'd love us to come flying out the traps and, and give them a tanking that we did back in September. So, ah, it's, 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 it's a good game for Scottish football, but hopefully it's a, a game we win. That's what I do like care about. Aye, definitely. I think it is sort of significant in terms of, as I said, I think everybody in well, the sound mind probably thinks that Celtic will go and win the league, but you don't even want to give them that sort of hope that if they were to get a win on Sunday, that would then lead to them saying, oh, there's two Derby games to go, and then any sort of doubt that creeps in your mind. And plus, I think there's a danger that I know you say you need a couple of days to recover if we were to uh, the unthinkable happen and they were to win, but I would really, I think it would really hurt me. Like, I don't. I think the season would sort of pitter out. I think I still think we'd win the league, and obviously you're still going for the Scottish Cup as well. But I think just in terms of it, it'd just be great, as you said, to put them back in their place, give them a real doing. Eh, like we've done at Celtic Park a few times, but date on the big stage and eh, win a cup in the process would be just be fantastic. But it's like that game in 2019. We were 
it played for the most part and bar Fraser Foster like we would have lost that game I don't obviously that game's not got any relevance to this one because you've only got two players that played that day for Celtic eh, that are still there in terms of eh, Cal McGregor and James Forrest they were eh, the only two that started that day so like it's a new experience I know most of them all played in the semi-final last year but it's it's completely different eh, to a final in terms of like You've, you've got to stay and watch and see your opponents go and lift a trophy if you're the ones that have lost it. So, it's, it's as I say, it's a big game. Players that come to Celtic, they expect to play in big games, but now they've got to stand up and be counted when it comes to it. And Danny, I'll bring you in. I'm talking about players that will need to come in and stand up and be counted. So, uh, why do you tell us what sort of, what would your starting lineup look like on uh, Sunday? I think the lineup picks itself. I think Atati replaces S. Sorry, Moy replaces O'Reilly and they play the same 11 as the other 10 that started on Saturday. Uh, sorry, Kyogo comes in for O as well, but I forgot O started. But it's Hart, uh, Carter Vickers, Starfield, Taylor, Johnston, Hitati, Moy, McGregor, Jota, Maeda, and um, Kyogo. I'd be, I'd be tempted to play Avada because he's, he's did well against them. He does well against them, particularly when he starts games. Does he seem to affect him when he comes on against them? Unfortunately, but I would, I think you just go with what's on, with who's on for him. And now Maeda is has been fucking brilliant. He terrorised Tavernier, their new Hall of Fame inductee at Ibrooks for you know the first half, fucking tore him apart umpteen times, scored a great goal. He's on for him at the minute. Um, Jota looked, Jota's looked very good for me the last couple of weeks. I thought he was brilliant Saturday. Uh, and he was unlucky with a few crosses and a few goal uh, hit, uh, shots that he could have, uh, that on another day might have been in. Um, so I'm expecting a big performance out of Atari as well. I think there, it's, it's, I just find it bizarre. Tony's right. It's like we've got the best team in the country by a mile. We've got all the best players, and suddenly they've got these amazing world class players that fucking Kamal Roof's the best player in the league and stuff, and you. It's like, why are they like this? Do you know what I mean? It's like, why can they not just enjoy a nice thing? They need to go and, and it's and it's because they crave the re- re- relevance after Celtic support. They need us to sit on here and be like, ah, do you know what? Actually, he'd probably get an our team. Whereas, if your team turns up and plays well, they'll win. And we know that. And I'm expecting Hitati, who toiled a long, long time before the semi final last year. Let's be honest, he fell right out. He was probably shattered, but he's been unbelievable this season. I'm expecting a big performance out of him. I thought he played well at Ibrox as well, actually, but I'm expecting a big show out of him. McGregor, he's been to, probably been to more finals than anybody. Him and Forrest, but McGregor certainly played in more. I'd say McGregor started more finals in Forrest, but I don't know that for sure. But I'm um, expecting him. Moy is forced his way into the team. He's been brilliant since his, the turn of the year of the Euro Cup. Expecting a big performance out of him and Kyogo got his first goal the last time. Expecting him to come on for that. So I'm expecting the whole team to play well. Um, I think Tony, if it's Tony or Dan that touched on it, but up until Greg Taylor went half injured at Highbrook, so we were cruising, we were knocking the ball past the half the park. Their fans were starting to get a bit jumpy. If we just, the thing is with them is they play in spells. They don't put that's their problem is they don't put consistent 90 minute performances out that we do. We play well for 90 minutes. They play well for 10, 15 minutes, maybe twice or three times in a game. And that's when they get their goals. And it happened to us in January when we had a dodgy 10 minutes at the start of the second half. They played well for 10 minutes, got two goals. And then suddenly, well, we've went for a goal up after five minutes. We've went for thinking, God, this could be a doing to fuck me, we're chasing this game. So if we can just weather the storm that they get and they're bound to have pressure, they're bound to have chances, if we can just weather that 10, 15 minutes, we'll be fine. Um, and we just need to, when, we've, when we, we'll have made the ball, I'd imagine we'll have made the play, we just need to make it count. Um, but, you know, they're, they're getting on about some boys played well against uh, Livingston and Party Hustle, this Raskin boy. Uh, well, you know, they were raving after nine minutes, I think, after he came off the bench. So it's going to be up to Hitati to show, show him what a player is on Sunday. But um, if we win our battles, we'll win the game. It's just all about sticking 
like the the semi final last year is probably the one black mark on the season. The rest of the season, you know, he, there was excuses for Europe, you know, the Champions League especially. You know, Ange had to play fucking Dane Murray and Stephen Welsh at the back in a Champions League qualifier. Um, Europa League, the team was still gelling, and we took a few doings, but we played well in Europa League, Conference League. We just we were poor in the Conference League against Bodo Glimp, That's fair to say. But the cup semi-finals probably the one black mark where you're like, fuck, that was really bad. And we just, it was as if we ran out of steam that day. Um, and then, no saying we crawled out of the line in the league, we were very worthy winners of the, the league last season. But it it was kind of, you were just a relief to win the league in the end, um, after about the time the season before. But the semi-final, we just kind of came to a stuttering hall after Carter Vickers hit the bar. Otherwise, we were cruising. Um, so if you just avoid giving them anything to hang on to and don't let Nick Walsh and John Beaton take over, then we should be fine. But uh, hopefully we're talking about how good Tatate again was. And if he does start, I mean, Ange, Ange does like O'Reilly. He might go with O'Reilly. He does like O'Reilly against them. If he's to go with O'Reilly, then we need a big performance out of O'Reilly. Um, I'm a big Matt O'Reilly fan, as Darren knows, me and him have came to no arguments, but with the words about O'Reilly, and uh, even I must admit he played with him, Sarah Ibrooks, he didn't, he looked as if he didn't, he was lost at times, and hopefully he comes on for it, but if he starts on Sunday, he's, he's if he starts, he's the one player that we need a big performance out of, um, otherwise it could be, it might not go your way. I you're right, and uh, as you say, I mean you've spoke about him at length this season, uh, only a Randolph there, but it's it's one of ones. I'd be quite happy if O'Reilly comes in, see if Moy doesn't make it for whatever reason. Don't get me wrong, if Moy's fit, then I think he he ultimately starts and O'Reilly is the one that misses out. But I think the last few weeks there's been a bit more about O'Reilly. He's obviously got that goal, and like I know, well, no, I know count my chickens until I see their lineup, but I think they're sort of struggling in that. A bit of midfield at the moment. I know you've got guys like, I don't know who you'll get to shout at on Sunday if Lundstrom misses it, but I see I was reading earlier that him and Jack and Arfield and Tillman are all struggling with injuries, so I think that's a, a real position in the park that Celtic can really look to exploit and win in a lot of these games. If you if you win the midfield battle, then you win the game ultimately, so hey, I think whoever is in there with Hattati and McGregor, it's just going to be like a key area as it always is but O'Reilly did perform in himself at Ibrox as you say but he wasn't the only one we obviously Juranovic was uh, terrible that day uh, and James Forrest was a passenger as well and but you've got to look at that that's where like the sort of strength of your squad's going to come in it's, it's not necessarily the 11 at start that are going to win you the game or uh, win you the cup but you look at that game at Ibrox, it was guys like Jota and Moy and Jack and Marcus who came off the bench that were ultimately uh, the ones that dragged us in back into that game and got us a point. Obviously, Kyogo scored the goal, but the goal came through uh, Jota, Moy and Jack and Marcus sort of build up. So it is like, and often says it, it's no, like, I don't think you should, you should really take being on the bench as a sort of slant on yourself because it's, especially with the five subs, there's, High high chance that the subs are going to have every bit as much to say we, uh, where the cup goes as the players at start, especially if you like if you're tied at ninety minutes, you're obviously gone for a, an extra half an hour as well. So it's it's going to be a a massive game. I think the team that starts well obviously be important. And if you get any sort of differences, or is it like Danny says, do you think the team picks itself? Would you get any sort of wild cards? I know you spoke about Haksavanovic there. Do you think there's any chance he could be brought in? Uh, no, Haksabanovic. Um, I've mentioned this to you in using the group chat after the game um, against Aberdeen. I just had a wild notion that maybe he might have started the water just to release McGregor a bit further forward. Um, I, I mean, I'd, I'd probably agree with what Danny said earlier in terms of the team that I think it will just be um, Moy coming back in and Keogh coming back in. But aside for that, everyone else staying. As, as it was, um, and I'd be surprised if that wasn't the case, um, but it was just after the game, I th- just had a, had a mad notion that what, maybe he throws a, a bit of a curveball, um, as he did when Forrest came in and, and puts a water sort of in, because I think, I mean, they as well, they'll probably like to try and nullify the threat of McGregor and, and keep McGregor quiet, so it could obviously scupper a bit of 
or any chance of a game plan um, at that because it would, it would call for a rejig before kick-off. So, I, I, I think the team does pick itself, given as, as long as sort of Moy's back fit. Um, because obviously, you know, Kyogo's injury wasn't his first, bad his first field, so I think it, it will just be um, sort of Johnston, Cartbacker, Starfield, Taylor, uh, McGregor, Hitati, Moy, Yota, Maeda and Kyogo. I think that will be the team. Um, as I say, it was just a, a notion I had after the game. And Saturday, so again, that might have just been the bevy tongue. Um, who really knows? But I, I'd, I'd be surprised. Um, I think it would just it would be mega harsh on Naples as well. But I completely agree with you. And I think a lot of the team get that. We've, it's not the first time this season that we've spoke about the impact players have made coming off the bench. And the intensity they play with coming off the bench, it's not as if they're coming in and they're sort of coasting and so I know at it, I think a lot of the time you see your subs come on and, and they're trying to make an impression and that's because they know that they can get an opportunity and if they take it, the manager will start to set up and take notice um, and, and that's their way of sort of playing their way into the first team. Um, do you know what I mean? At the start of the season, I don't think anybody would have thought Moy would be in people's preferred 11s over O'Reilly um, and I think that would have been fair assessment at the start of the season, but you've obviously seen how that's changed. Maeda was splitting opinion, now he's sort of right in ahead of ahead of Bada, whose sort of numbers last season were outstanding. Um, so I think that says a lot about the mentality of the players. Um, and again, if we've got, we've got the opportunity to make five subs in a game, it's with the quality and the depth that we've got on our bench. The subs you're making are just as important. Um is the starting eleven on there? So I think that will certainly, if this team is as we're all expecting it to be, um, pretty predictable. I think it's there's still going to be a massive part to play with the boys on the bench and and whoever comes on. Um, but not to answer the question, Dan. I, I would I would be surprised, even though I had that wee incline and and it was just a thought that crossed my mind. I would I would be surprised um, if he did go and sort of throw up any massive shocks. I think that it's, it's not as if we have to, in terms of feeling that. Well, do you know what I mean, if, if we play ability, we should win the game, and I think that's enough to to go with. It. It's it's fine that they'll be able to predict their starting eleven. Like that's not really something we need to worry about. So, I I, I think it's I think we will revert back to back to that eleven. And Tony, you get any sort of changes to most people's expected eleven? Obviously the. Uh, game at Ibrooks, there was the shock when Alistair Johnson was brought in and James Forrest Merso was announced in the starting lineup. and I think we all get a fear when Danny said after the game on Saturday that that was Ange getting Forrest at the freezer and defrosting him for this Sunday. Are you expecting any sort of shocks? No, I wouldn't like to think so. I'm sure the big man's big enough to have a look at that, including a Forrest and say that was a mistake, but I think he'd said at the time the Two other wingers were injured, so I guess they weren't fully fit. But no, I expect no changes apart from what the boys said. Moy and Kyogo to come in. Um, be disappointed if you started fucking about the curveballs. We've got a team that's on form. Just go with your, your best delivered and, and go and win the fucking game. It's as simple as that. So if he does that, I think we'll be in, we'll be in a really good position. So no, I don't imagine any curveballs. I think he's too intelligent for that. Um, I think he'll be the players that deserve to play a start. There you go, as simple as that. I, I I think the team will pretty much pick itself and as I mentioned, I think that the subs will have a massive part to play and that's why I'm delighted that like Sir Alston and Burnaby were back on the bench on Saturday as well. So it just means that if the game does get stretched and you end up losing one of your fullbacks, you've got the replacements there. I think I don't know sort of the only thing I've been thinking when you've been speaking is the sort the winger situation. I think that my does a stick on to play. And I think Jota probably will. I'm ninety percent sure Jota will. Just in terms of he's your big money signing, he's brought in. He's brought in for these type of occasions. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he went with Maeda and Abada. I think that Abada has been, as Danny said, when he starts these games, he's performed really well and obviously got a good few goals in the home games as well. 
and he's not been as effective when he's come off the bench, but it's I think any any two day three that start I'll be quite happy with. I'm not gonna I don't think there's anybody like, apart from maybe James Forrest that I would really raise an eyebrow and but I, I can't see it happening. I just only said it was sort of circumstances that dictated that I think and and can realise that and subbed him uh, no longer in the second half. So I, I think he will have learned from uh, that game at Ibrox but I think, aye, well, Danny, I'll, I'll get you to go first on your predictions. What, what do you think? What's going to happen on Sunday? Get it? You can go first. Uh, you want me to go first, right? Well, just it's got to, it's got to be Jota. I can't believe uh, you would even consider Jota. Not like, um, I thought he made a real difference when he came on in January. Uh, my prediction, I think Celtic will win. I think it'll be. Do you know what? I think it'll be a vindication of Ange Postecoglou's system on Sunday. And I think Celtic will win 3 0. And Hitati will score. And Jota will score. And I think Kyogo will score as well. And we'll have the, the cup wrapped up uh, nice and easy Sunday night. I, I just think, um, do you know what this? I think well, Ange's team just plays, it's going to be. Out for him on Sunday, and uh, it'll be a vindication of his system, it'll be a vindication of his management so far, and uh, it'll be a very good night for the Celtic support. Certainly, take that. What about you, Andy? What are you going for? I'm going to go 3 1. Um, I actually think between two ways the game will go, I, think, I actually think we'll be 2 0 at off time. Um, they'll, get a, they'll get a goal back and sent off, and then the subs will come on. and and sort of show the strength and depth that we've got um, and, and put the game to bed. Um, I agree, George, absolutely got to start. That's why you buy him. That's why he's here. Um, and maybe, maybe quite similar to what I was saying about Riley earlier, maybe another player that you're looking to really go and make a difference in a game like this. You're looking for a big performance too. That's why he's there. Um, all eyes might be on sort of Hitati and, and Moy and Kyogo, but... Um, Aye, it could be a game for Yota to really sort of go to the next level against them. But aye, I'm going to go for, for 3-1. Um, and I couldn't give less of a fuck who actually scores as long as we lift that trophy at the end of the day, then that'll do me nicely. And if we don't, you'll probably never hear from me again. Aye, I, I think the podcast will take a wee break, aye. Uh, Tony, what are you going for? I'm going to say with Danny, I'm going to go for 3-0. I just feel as though we're just in such good form that hopefully it all comes together and we give them a tanking. Uh, if I was going to go for scorers, I'll go for just absolutely based on nothing. Alistair Johnson to score, um, Kyogo and Matt Riley. So, hi, it's a, a long, long week, so I send it on. Hi, and I, I think, I don't know, usually I predict that we'll give them a doing and it works when it's at Celtic Park but not so much uh, otherwise I, I ain't going to be too nearly Celtic and I think speaking of indication I think it might actually be a bit of a carbon copy of the semi-final and I think Greg Taylor will get the first goal again and Cameron Carter Vickers will then put in the second and get redemption for last year I think that I think I think we'll be too strong for them I think that I, I, I wanted to predict a doing and I think there's a good part of me that thinks we could give them a doing and I don't think it'll take much to beat them. As Yusuf says, I think if we play our game, focus on our players, we've got better players, we've got a better manager, and we we should be able to sort of play the occasion. And as long as we don't let ourselves down and that we don't have any sort of calamities at the back, which we're well capable of, we we sort of shouldn't give them any sort of glimmer of hope as well. And I think that we will bring the league cup home and set us up for an excited end to the season as we go chasing a treble under Ange but uh, I think here's a wee bonus prediction as well I think that Michael Beale will refuse to take his losers medal because Chris Sutton's presenting it that would be that's my wee extra prediction but uh, that'll do us for this preview we will be back at some point uh, probably result dependent if it's a good win we'll be out in the swally for a few days no doubt and if a if we lose, we'll probably be in this valley for a few days for another reason as well. But we, we will be back at some point next week, hopefully, celebrating a, 
another trophy for Ange Postacoglu Celtic if you've made it this far thank you very much for listening uh, make sure to check out our social media to find out the latest on what's happening with the podcast cheers <laughs>